Don't make me sing to your lap, Kathy. I'll do it. Leave I, my <laughs> lap. Well, sing to. I said, sing to my laptop. I not thought your it was lap. sing to my lap. Uh, come here, <laughs> come here. Let me get over your lap, Kathy. Hi. Get your face away from Hi. my lap. <laughs> I love your buttons. Let me touch your buttons, Kathy. I'm gonna have nightmares now. <laughs> it's a lovely pair of Levi's. Wait, let me smell. Get back on your side of the table. (laughs) Boundaries, boundaries. Why do we always have to deal with boundaries? Where's (laughs) Unger wants this? Are Kathy's dirty buttons now similar to rusty spoons? Yes. (laughs) Thanks, Unger. Thanks for showing up after six months and giving one of those amazing random... <laughs> but there's always somebody who knows. There's always somebody that emails us and says, I know what he was talking about. Uh, See, look, one someone person. just... Yeah. One person already. And that person happens to be in the room right and now. And that's called reaching multiple demographics, Kathy. Is that where that is? Because that's <laughs> what we do. We just come right in and we just, we just talk to everybody. None of our peers listen, but for some reason we hit... Other we hit all the people that like weird horror movies and animes and, and things like that's that. True. And dead things. People that like dead things. Al likes dead things. You like dead things, don't you, Al? You just basically described me minus anime. Say, you don't like anime? I used to. Not anymore, though. Oh, you grew up. I get it. You're more mature. No, I just don't have time. Too much. <laughs> yeah, that's Damn. true. Damn. It is. For, for what exactly you're saying, Al, it is a little time consuming to... <laughs> To watch the thing. It's you very probably, time consuming. You have jobs and stuff like that? Yeah. You've been tattooing a lot? Not really. People N- keep canceling. People <gasps> suck. That's why. Yeah, I know. That's why you should tattoo trees. Trees can't pay me, though. They pay you in love. That's love doesn't pay my bills. <laughs> Tree love. Dendrophilia. You That's the love of very, trees. getting very existential right now. <laughs> Good love trees do. dendrophilia. Get it right. <laughs> oh, my God. God, did he actually show up? He knows what he's just talking to be, about. It's dandrophilia or dendrophilia. Dandro just sounds like flaky shit on your shoulder. But I don't have hair, so I don't have to worry about it. Dandrophiliac. Thank you for that enthusiastic <laughs> response. So much soldiers like, oh no, Dell's not here. Hmm, when was the last time we saw an owl? Oh, I just mentioned I have no time. That was and orange bloody explained. hands. What the fuck is up with your hands? I did a, f- a bloody photo shoot right before this, so my hands are all orangey. Like a bloody, like a fucking UK photo shoot? Like bloody fucking photo no, shoot. No, no, like a, I did a... Buggy. <laughs> ha ha. Ah. I did a spooky like vampire covered in blood kind of... Nice. Did you have a victim or were you the victim? I was going to have a victim, but they couldn't show up. So it was just. <laughs> so me. you just like just attacked it. You yeah. just attacked a chicken or something like that. And the just, air. You the know? air. The air yeah. bleeds. The air bleeds. Yeah. Ooh, the air bleeds. That sounds so emo. Oh my God, Kathy. I think we should enter the show like that. Okay. All right. That life is a funky. But not like that, because that's not the right button. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Welcome to the Perverted Podcast, a show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Coming to you live, sort of 
Night, we're alive, but it's recorded in yeah. Kathy's special I, place. This isn't live at all. Kathy, huh? This isn't live Yes, at all. it is. They're not hearing it. We're here. Oh, okay, we're fair, alive. Fair, fair. Jeez, I hope, unless this is like some weird... Zombie thing? We're yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. My name is Count Boogie. I'm Kathy. Oh, I'm Owl. Hi. Over there, we have Dell. Okay, say my name for me. Jesus <laughs> oh, fucking emo Christ. Just pull it out. Who else do we have here? Oh, I'm Enigma. Enigma, and then over here we have good old fashioned. Uh, this guy Unger, I don't know what's going on here. Guy, guy Unger. Unger. Uh, I'm Guy Unger. Guy <laughs> Unger. Are you still throwing axes? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a band aid on his finger. <laughs> he holds up a bloody finger. What Not bloody currently? Jesus. Was it? Last night it was very bloody. Like how do you how do you bleed? Did you chop your finger or did you just grab it wrong? I sharpened my axe before throwing last night. Okay. My new league starts tomorrow. Okay. So I wanted to get some practice. I also took the uh, finish off of my handle so it's nice and smooth and satiny wood. Right. <laughs> and it was kind of a little slipperier than I was uh-huh. expecting it when I pulled it out. I lost my grip and it like slivered off just a very thin piece of skin. Because uh, it was really sharp. And then, it is really sharp. And then spouted. And spouted a lot of places. I went through two bandages while I was there throwing. Wow. Oh, Unger. So you threw and did like little splatters of blood? No, I was covered before. Thunk. Thunk. No. See, that's where Al should have been. So she should have been like over your bloody finger, like with the axe, like going, fuck you, finger. Like yeah. And that would have been like scary, right? No. Yeah. So, Kathy, what's sure. going on with you? <laughs> yeah, you better have cut that one off. I don't know where you're going. It's pajama erotica, Boogie. It is pajama erotica. It was a last-minute pajama erotica. I don't think it was very we last forgot. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, last last minute as far as like last week, but I think we really kind of, you know. Pulled it together. We embraced. We embraced the pajama erotica. Our listeners got involved in pajama erotica. I wrote some uh, amazing... Like I had it, long. like I had an erection at the library while I was typing it. You and did I, not. I did, and <gasps> so I'm just like, "Well, shit!" And so and there's a lady sitting next to me, so I'm kind of like turning, and I'm like, "This would be pretty, you know." I don't, it probably sucks to read, but you know, it was it was pretty hot to think about. So I can't wait to hear what, so, what gave you a hard on. You know, th- I get hard ons. Okay, it's not like magic. You know, I know you like put some- your your penis on your car. I remember it was. Nah. A horrific story. Nah, the memories. <laughs> Every day that I come out to the car and she looks at me and she's just like, hey. And I go, no, not today. She's all, hey, man, let's not do today. it again. Let's do that again. I go, no, no. We're two ships in the night. We passed. You gave her a little taste of the boogie. A little, and now ta- you're like, <laughs> a little taste I'm of the- cutting you off, bitch. You know, sometimes you just got to be a tease. Otherwise, she'll stop running. And yeah, then, that's you, know, you, a tease. I won't, I won't have a home. <laughs> so, uh so it's uh, pretty good. I think I got word from uh, Garbage Can Mel. I couldn't find out on the Thinking Atheist uh, uh, website, but I think it's supposed to be uh, tomorrow. tomorrow. So I think I'm. We're gonna, all excited, you and I. Because we don't. Shit know, like this doesn't happen to you us. You know, often. you never know how it's going to come out. You know, you don't know how Seth's going to edit or if He's the sound quality is out completely. That would probably be the smartest move. I would. On, on his part, but you don't know how the audio was or if something. You know, whatever. So so hopefully the you know because it really was fun. 
I mean, we had the people that we were on with were just really competent and good academics, and I think it was a great mix. So hopefully, the sh- you know, hopefully the message gets out there. And if there's anyone here from the Thinking Atheist, welcome to Perverted Podcast. You will probably be leaving screaming shortly. And uh, that's not a bad thing. No, it's probably not a bad thing. Anything going on with you this week? No, although, do you remember a few months ago, uh, for some reason, Creative Explorer said, hey, I want to experiment and see what would happen if I gave you total control of me? <laughs> remember? <laughs> Wait, no, I don't remember yes, you that. Do. We talked about and how I slapped his face and how I did all kinds of heinous things. Man, your memory is No, really that was a bad. long time ago. I said a few months ago. Oh, 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 okay, right. I thought, okay, never mind. Remember, and then he said, well, I experimented, I tried, I want to see what would happen. I'm done. Right, thanks. <laughs> my curiosity <laughs> has been quelled. You have quelled it. Well, now it's my turn. We're going to reverse and let him. And if you think that he fucks with me now, boy, I started asking him, what would you do if I gave you total control for the weekend? And his eyes got all excited. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He started glazing over with yeah. fantasy. So we're going to see what happens. That's so there's no, you're getting no information. You're well, just. Well, yeah, I did. I actually, I'm insanely curious to see what he's going to do because even though he is like in control of the weekends that I'm there, he does take my feelings into account. He takes my boundaries into account. He does give thought to is Kathy in the mood for this now or do I not want to deal with it? But so he does hold back. Sure. Or not. I mean, Having nobody, total control. I mean, only a psychopath's going to cut off your arm. Oh, well, she, she told me I could. So I just wanted to see if it would bleed, you know. Yeah, of course. And I, I think that's what's important <laughs> about having a play partner for a while, that when you give them that control yeah. that's supposedly unlimited and unfettered, it's kind of like you know they know you and there is going to be a limit. On the other hand, it, that, this is me taking responsibility and saying, I am giving you permission, so I will suck it up and take whatever, because I really want to see where it goes. So my boundaries of no blowjobs in the morning and, uh, you know, <laughs> just don't disturb my sleep because you fuck with me. He's just going to get a squirt bottle. He's and like do horrible things. He's going to spray you at like literally 3.30 <laughs> in the morning and like you have to be on and then just poke the side of your face with his cock and say, suck, bitch. Squirt, squirt, squirt. Did I just give him an idea? Yes, yeah, stop it. Oh, he's going to hear this. When is this going to happen? Well, not this week because I'm not. We're not getting together. This oh, then weekend, he's going to hear the this. Okay, take that idea back, creative. <laughs> Even though it would be amazing, because I just <laughs> suck it. <laughs> what am I, a dog? I don't know. No, you spray when you're bad, and then the dog's bad. Stop giving him more it's ideas. That would be great. <laughs> Anything else going on out there? Any excitement? Unger, Unger chops our fingers. Owl bleeds the air. Unger just tried to, to look innocent, and it failed epically. What, have, what you, have you been up to? Unger, you done any a, a dirty, dirty, kinky stuff? Yeah, I went down to San Diego for kinky things. And Did you hang anyone? I, I learned vaginal chain techniques. Ooh. So that would be chaining vaginas together? No. Piercing vaginas? No. Just, inserting oh, chains. Oh, inserting in. chains yes. into vaginas. Yes. I'm, I'm pretty quick to know. <laughs> I'm all, oh, that yes. thing that I did with Bunny endlessly. Yes. <laughs> You know, four or five feet of metal chain. So now, okay, just, I mean, just as a quick reminder, what are some things to uh, watch out for in, when you put a real 
a metal chain up inside someone? Well, one of the things that they we were discussing was using uh, uh, female condoms to do it for safety. Oh. Hmm. Okay. So that way, if they aren't allergic, you, you don't have to worry about metal allergies with that as much. Oh, okay. Uh, so if you're going to just go for it instead of maybe just put the put one link up inside you. Oh no, this is this keep is, it there for a half hour oh, no, and no. then see if you have a reaction. Yeah, no, this is that would no. be the responsible thing to do. Yeah, the responsible thing. Yes, <laughs> give a test. Turn, lots yes. of lube. Lots of yeah, lots of lube. I mean, the thing we really were worried about with the uh, chains in the vagina or orifices is the pinching. Yeah, you know, the pinching's because, always a yeah. Because once they start, once those chains, those once links you get enough start, of them inside, yeah, they start linking, and the last thing you want is to have your cervix clipped. You know, uh, you know, and yeah. yet it's going to happen. If you're, you're like, hey, chain, and, and again, a free biopsy kind of for you, a little bit. Yeah, I'm sorry. What was that? The condoms help with that a little oh, okay. bit. Oh, okay. Right. Yes, yes, yes. So that's interesting. Yeah, we that need to fun. get a hold of female condoms. I still have never. I know where to get them. Try to female. You got to whole you gotta, rolls of them. You got to really. You got to source. Well, dentists use them. You just go to a dentist supply place, and they'll sell you this entire roll of the stuff. You female condoms. No, yeah. is that dental dams or female condoms? It's the same thing. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Yes, but you can. I've used them before. The female condoms are but insertable. The female condoms are actually insertable, and they actually have the plastic ring that you put. I inside. totally get it. We've used like whole. Well, not we. I watched. <laughs> I assisted a little. Entire rolls. If you get the long, big rolls, you can fist somebody like like well, they did. Yeah. So yeah, and make hand puppets. <laughs> hand puppets <laughs> in a vagina. <laughs> no. Can you make that sound? Because when someone's like got a whole fist in them that's at intensity, you know, you just want to throw <laughs> just to see. No boogie. No. Don't make that sound when you're fisting somebody. I don't get to fist a lot of people, Kathy. I have big hands. Unger probably fists even less people than I do. I, yeah, the yeah. Have you ever been able to fist someone? I've had two. I've had two, and then a bunch of four knuckles. You've had three, three. Dell's done one. Kathy, you have little hands. I don't. Well, you don't have like big man hands. Well, thank you. Uh, I guess I don't have big man hands. You don't no, have just... tiny. I've tried, you know, four, but barely past the knuckles. Yeah, get past, it's that thumb. The thumb where it starts it's the to thumb that the gets fucking you. thumb. It's like if you could just dislocate that and curl it up, you'd you'd have your fist in a lot of people. Look at we're off to a great yeah. start. Then I went to Tennessee and Tennessee. Found He's all over the place. People. Then I did some classes. Good. <laughs> what about that? Sure, that sure went like. <laughs> then no, I, 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 then I, uh, I stopped at the gas station, got some beef jerky. <laughs> Saw a rabbit go huh? by, tried to take a picture, but it was no. too fast. I, I did an advanced piercing class for Domination this past Friday. Oh, okay, night. very good. And Al experienced uh, needle bondage for the first time. Oh. And she said it felt like a paper cut. Yeah, Constant nice. paper cut. Like an ongoing wow. paper cut. Eh, meh, meh, meh. That microphone to her. As long as we're just like just potato mayhem, it, get into all the kinks. It wasn't like a constant paper cut. It's just while the th- you were pulling the thread through, it felt like a paper cut. Not so much when I was just sitting there like playing with it myself. Yeah, but when you pull the thread through, I realized it's like yeah, it feels like a paper cut. Oh like my. it just keeps going. Yeah, yeah, very good. And I used like five feet. So the first one, it was like five feet of. Oh, so oh. it's literally just all. Sh- yes. Under the skin. Because it is a paper cut. For five feet. He also showed off some weights and used a lime on me. And 
He ran the lime along the, the thread and then ran that thread through the hole. So I got lime juice in the hole and it hurt. I can't. <laughs> I asked first if it was okay. Of course you did. Of course. <laughs> just because it hurt doesn't mean I hated it. <laughs> I know. I just, but to clear up, I did ask first. And we, we had discussed it. and yeah. yeah. So yeah. lime thread weaving through flesh. Where was that weave through? Her chest. Nice. Nice. Very good. What about you, Del? Did you do anything? Anything exciting? Anything happening with uh, you? Um, obviously, I went to Disney, and I wasn't here. Um, and I gave a partner who hadn't had an orgasm in four years an orgasm. So Nice. Oh. Nice. Very good. Wow. <laughs> that was an accomplishment. That must have been messy. Did it take a long time? Um, A bit. I was more it was like, okay, we're going to use the air suction thing and use me as a toy, and then... We managed. That's some dedication for Very you good. right there. Very good. Right. Bravo. He, Little clap. He really gave it his all. Very good. It's very good. You, Kathy, you boogie? Uh, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I figured out how to put up, uh, you know, towels where I park at night so I can feel comfortable enough to masturbate, you know, and feel there's some sense of privacy and nobody oh, can boogie. look in. Um, but no, Muse out of town. And uh, like I, I had a bunch of play. We had that great rape play scene with her. A week before, and then Panda came and visited me, and then we had a really nice playtime in the uh, in a parking lot oh. in downtown Burbank. And so, oh, wait, you talked about that on yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think on, on the half uh, a pee-pee. yeah, half a yeah. peepee, yeah, which was fun. By the way, we're getting better in the car for I, our patron listeners. It actually seems like. The more often we do, every time we do it, we escalate the yelling that we do at each other. We well, seem to yell at each other a lot in the car. That's just because when you're dri- we're two old people, and when we're driving, that's we true. instantly go into that old people argument mode. I think you're right. So that might be it. But in general, we had more stuff to talk about this time. So for those of you that don't know, if you are a patron subscriber uh, to Perverted Podcast, um, you get some extra shows that we do. Uh, we do an extra show every month uh, just for you, and then Kathy and I record it in the car, and we drive around, and we talk shit about people, and uh, and then talk about kink no, and stuff like Not so much like shit. We were in the nicer part of town. There wasn't that much shit to talk about. It was about. just a lot of snobby people. There we got to go to the seedy part of town. No. I kept telling you. We no need, shooting. We're on Ventura Boulevard the whole time. Kathy, There's I, like I, nobody to yell at. I, I'm sorry, Kathy. We'll work on finding more people Should for be. you to help. To hate. Wait, are you implying you don't yell at him? She oh, I yell at him the practically the whole show. I mean, you've heard it, haven't you? Aren't you? But yes. Kathy, I wanted to share something because, um, you know, a lot of people talk about the jingles that I do for the show, all the different little jingles and stuff like that. And some people, you know, are curious about the process of like, where do you come up? You know, as obviously when I had the studio, you know, I would sit in front of the studio and then I would, you know, just strum some things and maybe make a thing. And then, but then I got to a place where, um, like now, obviously, I'm outside and I'm not always in front of the studio. So now I have to like record ideas into my phone mm-hmm. and kind of then take those and then build jingles. That's what I did with the, the last couple jingles. And it was a lot of fun and it, and it worked and you remember at least. So, but today I'm like, I had this idea for a jingle and I like, I, I sang it into the phone and I just thought, you know, m- maybe this is good enough. Maybe just. Just this. Kathy, can I put my cock on you? Put my cock on you. It's what I want to do. Put my cock, 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 put my cock, 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 cock on you. Kathy, 
it. Oh, yeah. I fucking knew it. Because you were getting very sincere, and I'm like, no good can come of this. Anytime you get sincere, it's going to be bad for me. Kathy, can I put my cock on you? That was a bad jingle. My caca, 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 caca on you. I'm here to tell you that just singing that shit into your phone does not a jingle make. It, that was a jingle. No. No, here, listen to it again. No. Kathy, can I put my cock on you? Put my cock on you. It's what I want to do. Put my cock, 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 put my cock, 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 cock on you. Kathy. Right in the library parking lot with my windows open. I don't know exactly who heard, but some people maybe looked a little at me can you blame them no i think they just saw the genius that was happening basically you're just singing falsetto into your phone kathy can i put my cock on kathy sometimes you just i know you hide your admiration for me do you know that and uh, i just want you to know it's okay it's okay my secret is out it's okay that life is a funky kooky naughty kinky place with no shortage of cockshot avatars and chicks with cum all over their face yeah and they got groups and Events and shit like that, if you're interested. For your peace of mind, I was trying to give you a paper cut. Why? (laughs) I'm not Al! Stop it! Fuck! Guys, you sang a song about putting your cock on me. That doesn't... Yeah, shouldn't Stop, your voice is getting very high. That's the difference between (laughs) words and violence. It's not... For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about is specifically grand. Did I actually give you one? Probably. Oh, poor baby. My skin's ashy. I haven't lotioned. And now you put a scrape on it that looks bad. All right. This week we have a post from Ferret who wrote, A good spouse for who? On vetting play partners. So a little backstory here. He's talking to a friend online and he's talking about, he says, there's this one thing that I do good and he tells him what it is. And his friend says, no, there's other things that you do good. And Ferret says, like, what? And his friend says, well, you're a good spouse. Because I guess they're having a big wedding anniversary. Oh, yeah, 20. So Ferret says, I pondered that. And the thing is, I don't think I am. I've been married for 20 years to the same woman. My wife is the love of my life. And I make constant fine-tunings to my behavior to ensure that I'm as good to her as she deserves. But if it was as simple as that, I'd have been living in harmonious bliss with everyone, everyone I ever dated. So who am I a good spouse for? Is it my wife? Absolutely. We've got a great track record. Is it my sweetie who I've been dating for over a decade? Absolutely not. Is it any of my exes? Demonstrably not. I might not be a good spouse or a good partner or even just a good play partner for you. So at this point, because Ferret's posts are fairly long, which is why I like them. He was a little manic in this post. He was surely (laughs) manic. I sensed it very easily. So he goes on to explain in more detail why it is, the different reasons why he he can be a good spouse to one person and an excellent play partner to someone else, but not necessarily a good spouse to that same person. So, And then he draws the comparison with that and vetting people in the BDSM community. He says, the problem I have with people in the scene vetting people as good or bad is that frequently they judge people based on some singular experience. I had a good scene with them, therefore they're good. Except I never see it quite as simple as that. If you're going to give someone you know the thumbs up for someone else, I'd ask you to think of more than just, did it go well for me? I'd want to know more specific questions like, 
What was I looking for that night? And is this person asking me looking for a different experience? Because if so, then maybe the answer is more complex than they're good and closer to here's what we did, here's how it went, is that what you want? Because I don't think that being good for someone is universally applicable. It all comes down to what you're looking for. I had to read that twice. Did you? I did because he was manic. I, I wouldn't. Call I recognized him. it in a second because he even said, "You know, when I'm manic, I write and whatever." And I'm like, "Oh, I relate to this guy a lot." Um, so yeah, I had, I definitely had to go over it twice to see where he was going because he was going. He had two very different topics: the vetting and not being good for everyone, but maybe being good for one. I think I recognized in myself more connection to the. I might be good for this person, but for these thousand other people, I'm pretty not good, depending on what type of relationship you're going to have. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, this was this is kind of funny because I was talking to Creative Explorer. I don't think I got my thought across well because I was just kind of forming it. But I've always seen, uh, whether it was a, a co-worker of mine or friends or very, very good friends or uh, play partners or sexual partners or family members, no, no matter which... I always see the success in the relationship based on how much distance I've got from them and in what area. My very, very best friend uh, who passed away last year is, um, we had a great deal of distance between us. We saw each other maybe once a month, once every two months. Yeah, I considered her my best friend. But if we had either worked together, which we had in the past, or if we had lived together, we would have killed each other. We would have been absolutely horrible, and I guarantee you that would have been the end of our friendship because you're not compatible in every single aspect of life, which is why polyamory appeals to me so much. And I think it's a, it's a hard concept to grasp because the word distance in relationship to a, a friend or family member or lover is not some, something that is considered a positive word. Why would you want distance from someone? But we all have a certain amount of distance in different areas from from people. I mean, I, I you and I, for all intents and purposes, <laughs> live together distant, for a short amount of time. Need distance from Kathy, and we all our relationship almost came to an end. Yes, and we realize there are certain areas that we need to keep our distance from each other because we're not compatible in those areas, and in others we're insanely compatible as co-hosts and as. You know, nihilistic atheists, we are 100% compatible. Two peas in a pod. (laughs) And we have the same dark humor, and you're the only person I can talk about killing myself and laughing in the same sentence without you freaking out like other people. It is true. And I think, uh, you know, without having this get like all about Polly, because there's definitely a benefit in the relationship. Uh, you know, in the romantic, you know, committed relationship aspect of polyamory, because it does take off some of the pressure. If you have things and ways you communicate that don't all jive with one partner, then you may find those things in another partner. And then, of course, play and sexuality and stuff like that. There's definitely benefits uh, in in the poly world um, to that, to where if you're in a monogamous relationship, you have to do more vetting in the front before you start committing to the deeper levels of that relationship. Because if you have incompatibilities and some key issues, and we've talked a lot about key issues on the show, that if those key issues aren't in harmony, 
then it is going to be disaster if you if you're trying to move in any relationship where you're in a close proximity to each other. And that tends to be one of the biggest issues that I have in all of my relationships is close proximity. Um, some people are very, they're very clear thinking. They maybe don't have a lot of emotional issues, manic, you know, depression, things like that. And so the, the arcs of insanity are much, much more tolerable, you know, and then you can build up and communicate and build a relationship. But when you're in a situation where you have an individual that's very manic and one that doesn't know how to deal with the manic or is themselves manic um, in whatever way, whatever the little issue is, and you cannot find that middle ground to either give each other space in that, give each other support, you know, whatever, then I don't know. I've been in monogamous relationships that um, they just they didn't work, you know, and I've been in monogamous relationships where for a while they did work because we had some core compatibilities uh, together. But I think even beyond that, that this qualifies just like you said with friendships, uh, work relationships, whatever. And it comes down to, for me, I stopped a while ago trying to be everything for everybody and then hating myself for not being the right person for that person, either in friendship or relationship or work or or whatever. And that took a lot of stress off me because I used to try so hard to be something that I wasn't that that made me miserable because then I was disingenuine in that situation. Does that make sense? It kind of does, yeah. And we're getting about as manic and roundabout as fair it was (laughs) in his post. But he's true. When you draw the correlation between that and vetting, it doesn't matter what area in life we're talking about. To make a, a blanket statement like, yes, that person is a good player. Yes, that person is a good lover. Uh, you can't make... That's kind of like a promise you're making to somebody. I promise that this person is a good person. I have no idea if that person is going to be good for you. In the past, when people have asked me to vet someone or, hey, Kathy, is that a good person to play with? I don't give them simple one-sentence answers. And I think it may drive some of them nuts that because that's what they want to hear is just yes, yes or, or no, no so i can go fuck you know exactly and it's never that easy because if you're asking me i i take then i take some of that responsibility on myself and if i'm taking that responsibility on myself i am going to disgorge a large amount of information for you to then use uh because i've always been of the opinion the more information the better and uh, and then you can take responsibility for yourself but i will never um, not give you information I think you need to have in order for you to make your decision. I mean, there's situations where I've played with somebody uh, for a long time, and I knew a lot about that person because when I play with people, I usually try to have conversations with them a little bit. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, and then somebody would ask, well, how is that person? And then I also had a little bit of a repertoire with the person that was asking about the person that I used to play with. And so then I could gauge a little bit better, hey, I know this person's personality and this person's personality, so maybe I can be a little more brief in saying, hey, this is somebody that you guys have a lot in common that you know, maybe you should you know, start talking. You know, but I don't like giving any thumbs up. I, I don't, generally don't either. I don't. I mean, I'll give you an opinion, like this is how it worked for me, but then eventually I'm like, you know... When some because people will only show you what they want you to see, and I don't want to be the motherfucker that recommended a psycho to you. 
That's the last thing you want to be. That's the last thing I just want. I have enough guilt and shame and insanity in my life. The last thing I need is to be like, oh, yeah, I helped you get put in that trunk. Oh, God, that's horrible. While you're knocking, trying to get someone to help you, you're like, God, thanks, Boogie, so much for that (laughs) thumbs up. That is so, I just don't want to be that. So I'm just like, you know, you're on your own. Hope it works out as I have, this is my, and I'll usually say this is my experience with someone. But to go, once again, Mew is a very good example. And Bunny is a very good example. Uh, Whereas... Mew and I have been together for five years. Mew has um, a very stable personality. She's not uh, manic or bipolar or anything. And Mew has one talent that keeps us together, and that is she doesn't take my insanity personally. She knows when I'm having manic episodes, I start rambling and talking and curled up and and suicide and all the, the, the crazy insane uh chemical you know episodes that i have she she will listen to me let me talk through my stuff she'll hear she sees i can't focus you know everything's crazy uh and then she's like do you want me to stay with you or can i go play video games and then she'll go and then so that has really helped us whereas bunny on the other hand has her own uh, issues and past and and psychological things that she goes through, and so if she happened to be going through something and I happened to be going through something at the same time, that was that was too hard, that was hard to deal with. You know, if it was one or the other, then I can be the cheerleader and pep talk and whatever. But when I'm in my own, like when I when all this shit went down, um, that was incompatible. And no matter how much we love each other. We had to change that relationship to a position to where we can still see each other, but we're not going to have a dynamic anymore. And we just had to accept that that was the way for us to continue and to have as much of the good things without trying to force something that would have eventually made us hate each other. Right. Nice. It's good. It's good uh, examples of anybody. Anybody else? Nobody. Unger. <laughs> Dell. Nobody. We got one. Hello. We got a live one, Boogie. Yeah! Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I definitely relate to the idea of, uh, like, trying to be s- trying to be more for somebody than you, than, than you actually can be. I fall in that trap with relationships a lot where I, I, ha- I call it my white knight syndrome. Oh. Yeah. Where I'm, I'm, I, I try to save them, um, but, like, I, it's it, to a detriment to myself. So, like, yes, we, we connected on something, but I, tr- I, bas- I basically try to, um, like, I basically almost kill myself sometimes just trying to be what I, what I can't be for them. And, and it's definitely, it, it, it takes me longer to get out of that than it, it, it should. Um, That's a hard lesson. And it never works. It, it never, never works. It never. never works. It never, because you're not genuine to who you really are. You're not, right. at that point, you're not using your skills and your talents. You're trying to manifest some some vision of what you're supposed to be. And that's the white knight syndrome. Right. And then you just, all of a sudden you get in that thing. And then for me, I used to have so much guilt and shame. Like, why can't I be this? And why can't I be more patient and, and, and whatever? And you're right. It becomes like, uh, just ugh. like I, I've, I've skipped like paying work to save them from something. Sure. Yeah. Um, done it. And th- there was one partner where it got to a point where she was, 
she had started to uh, threaten suicide a few times. Sure. Um, and it got to a point where I was like, I was in, uh, this was back home and I was like, I was an hour and a half away from her when she was starting to like really get into it. And I was like, if you keep this up, I'm going to call the cops. Right. Like I, 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 I can't help you. And, and, and she, she sent me a, uh, a picture that was just like, okay, I'm calling the cops now. I don't care if you hate me. I don't care. Like if this is something, and it ended up being not an actual, like actual attempt, but just like a cry for help. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, it's, it's definitely become something that I've, I've after like the, you know, second or third time, uh, um, had to, <laughs> well, hey. it, it's just, it's, it's, it's chemicals a really, are strong, Kathy. They really are. Dopamine is a horrible thing. Um, and you know, they let me like, at, at the, and all of it, 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 it's, it's the common comment of it started great. And, yeah. and there's good stuff in there, but it, at, in the end, like, I mean, I, I know it sounds selfish, but I wasn't getting anything out of it anymore. So you gotta be, you gotta, all right, that's it. That's it, Kathy. We cured. No. We cured something. We don't cure shit. We do. No, we need to go on. We have a haiku attack. This, it is haiku attack. Haiku attack. This one's on back hair. Oh, yeah. Because you were talking about back hair, so why not make it about back hair? You and your back hair were always Did we get listeners about... that sent in yes, their haikus? Yes. Dell sent did. one? Dell has one. He didn't. Do you have one? Yes. Hand Del. Del, you start. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, that's two, sim- that's two syllables, by the way. You have three left. Go ahead. God damn it. No. I have to scroll. The- I'll get it. Okay. okay I'll, Kathy, let me go start first. Here. This is from Headley. Headley Lamar, Lamar. who wrote to us and said, Ravioli Road, meatballs everywhere, shaving off, angel hair again. Ah! (laughs) I think that's a nod to you. Probably. Do you want me to do another one from another listener? Yeah, go ahead. This is from Mel, our friend Mel, who says, Deathly wielding flame, his command, kill Chewbacca, (laughs) back hair is banished. So, because they all hear so many stories of you and your back hair. Well, you know, it's furry. It's cute. Not anymore. Do you want to hear another by one? If by we got it, yeah, listener. read them all. This Willie wrote to us and said, Amber waves of grain. <laughs> Grace- <Bloody> salute. <laughs> Gracefully dance in the wind. Not so with back hair. <laughs> Del, do you have yours? Yes. Follicles on backs. Out of reach in the middle. Make a scene of it. <laughs> Ooh, just don't burn it in a dungeon. Do not. No, I. God damn it. Ed, I love the fact that everyone's getting play, but if your partner is hairy, you do not do fire play on them in a dungeon until you remove the fucking hair first. It's be- so horrible. Because you will literally, especially someone that's really hairy, it'll just literally stink bomb that fucking dungeon it's terrible the entire night god damn it very bad go ahead boogie is it mine yep glorious fur strands flowing mane like fabio burn down chewbacca (laughs) everybody hate back here so much mew loves it she like plays with it, and I'm like, that is so grossing me out. She's like, I think that's what I like the most uh, about it. You made me write one, and you didn't even let me say, say it. What? No, I'm not saying it know. now. Forget no. it. Cool talk. Talk. 
Is Pervert the Mailbox next? No. Just do it. Mailbox is at the end. You're right. I read it wrong. Do your haiku. All right. On his back I sleep, feel soft fur against my cheek, smile and snuggle deep. Ew! I like back hair. Ew! That's like a pillow. Judge shame. Judge shame. No, I like back hair. I don't know what the hell's wrong with so you. So, Kathy, do you want me to grow mine out so you Absolutely can nuzzle? Absolutely not. I'm not nuzzling you ever. You want to no nuzzle part Chewbacca? of your body do I nuzzle? No. You sure? I'm absolutely sure. All right, then we'll do this. Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. Now you got it right. Thanks. <laughs> You're just <laughs> randomly hitting buttons, aren't you? I'm blind. You kind of are. Onisel wrote to us again, and she says, this is a good one. Yeah. Because this is one I don't think we've ever done. Me and my play partner are going to be doing our first extended scene. Neither of us have ever done a day-long scene before, and of course, we're excited but do you have any advice for any ways that those are different? Ways in which someone doing them for the first time might not be aware of. Thank you so much for that amazing question. Although I think they already had their scenes, so this isn't going to help them at all. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> one of them's in therapy and the other one's in prison. God damn it, I love scenes. We always wait too long. <laughs> I always wait too long. I would like to get uh, other opinions from everyone falling asleep out in uh, in uh, perverted podcast land, uh, meditating. Unger's got his hands out like he's, he's ready doing, to talk. He's doing some shit. My first, my first thing when I saw this was just pretty simple. Just don't have you haven't done it, and they haven't done it. Kill the expectations because that is the number one way to fight being organic in a play scene you set the stage like oh we're gonna have this long play scene we're gonna do all day we got this whole agenda of things what happens if you're done in 30 minutes there is nothing wrong with that if the scene is done the scene is done if you both feel good and you're in the right space and you've connected and have chemistry right you don't because sometimes when you push you you have this goal in your head that we have to do this you know this is was the goal and now it's Play shouldn't be that. There's things you might want to push yourself and you're tired and you're not focused and whatever, but play should just run its course for as long. You can set up to have a long day, and maybe it goes three days, whatever. But if it if it ends earlier or if it if it starts to feel like this is a good place to end this, go ahead and end it there. Well, that's the thing about extended scenes, whether it's a day, a weekend, a long weekend. It's not about scenes. Right. It's about... Um, either a series of scenes that you're doing and then you have a break or it's a, um, what do you call it? Like um, an experiment to see what a 24-7 power exchange will hmm. be like. Um, but you're right. Expectations will kill it. Just go with the flow. And so there's, no, but there's nothing wrong with expecting certain things. It's when you put all your eggs in one basket. Sure. And then you're going to end up disappointed because very few people <laughs> are going to get there exactly what they think it's going to be. Think so? Anything out in... Del, anything? Out in the uh, studio audience land? Del, have you ever done an extended scene? Like the a day-long, week lo- weekend-long? Uh, one. One? Good. Any, uh, any details about that, We've Del? We've talked about it on the Single show. Single-syllable man? What? Can you talk about like the differences between that and doing a, um, like a two-hour scene or something? Two hours versus all day. Um, you definitely have to have more planning and fill, obviously, um, and filling in dead space because you're not going to be possibly seating the entire time. Exactly. So you have to 
manage to stay attentive in, in the headspace or possibly mini breaks or at least I took breaks. The person cleaning wasn't. <laughs> Who was that? There was a lot that I had to clean and I didn't want to stop. Oh, is it a cleaning scene? Yeah, yeah I, I, I went to, we talked oh, about this right. before. I went to his yeah. place and cleaned for like half a day. That's like actually a, a, whole day. a really good example. There are some scenes that by nature are, will take you all day to do. Yeah. That's really, I'd never thought of that actually. Mm. But stop it. Mm. Don't get that weird, pervy, that was a just nice creepy look like on She was face. naked. She just had a quim written on her back in Sharpie. Yeah. <laughs> she put on an apron when she got cold, and then I took it away when they were bad. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Dell. <laughs> At the end of it, for an extreme punishment, he held me under cold water for 30 seconds. Aww. <laughs> that was her own idea. <laughs> 20 seconds of it was my idea. The first 10 seconds was yours. Because I asked, because just when you mess up, it. you're supposed to pick your own punishment. Of I had two separate ones of, oh, if I have to go do something else... I'll say, if you don't finish this, this will happen. But then when they mess up, they have to pick their own punishment. Wow. I'm not very creative with punishments. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds 30 seconds good. of frozen water on your ass seems pretty good. <laughs> no, it wasn't on their ass. It was just right in their face. They just... See, like the spray. Like the spray before blowjob. it. <laughs> that is perfect. See, I wasn't crazy for coming up with that. Creative explorer. Stop it. And also just more extended planning of if someone's like, oh, can we do an electric scene? I'm like, okay, I'll just break out the bag. I don't have to like think about it that much. I'm well versed in it. Versus that kind of scene, I had to quasi plan it a bit. And I've planned future ones if we have them. I, I have the rewards already, including a um, Darth Maul zoom. Oh, what? As I've mentioned, I am busy. So I'll just keep the torso side Darth Maul to myself. Oh, oh, look, she's pouting. Oh, now, man. He knows how to get her to pout. I'll come clean your apartment for that. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I do have two. He could earn one and then taunt you with it. Oh. I, you see, we're watching this happen. I'm just letting this unfold. That's part of, <laughs> it's part of doing a good show, Kathy. Sometimes you just let things unfold. They're negotiating. They're is that what it is? Darth Maul. What is it? A stuffy? Or? It's a stuffy. It's a Darth Maul stuffy. It's one that they didn't know existed. Like... Darth Maul is their goth daddy. Right. And they, they collect them of one time we went out to a thing and they found a um, pop vinyl of Darth Maul that they were looking for like months. And they just, squ- I've never seen them squee that loudly. Wow. So the fact of I found a plush that they didn't know existed and I have two of them. Oh, man. Look at him. Just, just dangle and she's pouting more just dangle the carrot look oh she's awake now in her misery and pouting she was it's a- delicious before you and i were putting her to sleep yeah no shit now she's like it's not you guys i've had a long day please <laughs> we're offended now because <laughs> yes Anger, what about you in extended scenes i know you've got them <laughs> look on his face my life is an extended scene. Oh, oh my God. Jesus. Did I just Christ. I set him up for that, didn't I? Yes, you did. Thank <laughs> you. Jesus, <laughs> your life is a dark room. Jeez. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember, and I don't tend to do a lot of extended scenes. Don't you spend weekends with Aki or yeah. days? Yeah, but you play, and then you... It's Yeah, but we'll do sudden play that she's not expecting. Ooh. <laughs> Lots of wrestling. Well, she wasn't like she was. 
the better ones. She wouldn't drink water. We had been, she had some alcohol, and I told her to drink water. And we got back to the room quite a while after the drink, and I was like, you still need to drink water. She's like, no, so I waterboarded her. Um, <laughs> it's like grabbed her by the hair, pulled her into the bathroom, held her over the bath, and, and covered her face with a, with a, uh, a cloth and water. With a cloth and poured water over it. I think she we need, drank water. We need to do a disclaimer here. <laughs> don't, don't do what I do. Don't do what the ogre does. <laughs> but yeah, that, yeah. That's right. kind of, but I mean, yeah, we'll just, it's not really a, an extended scene as much as we'll just drop into scenes at almost any time. Yeah, that's a good, di- which is way very it is a good different. Di- a lot of people, because yeah. that's how, like I am, you spend a lot of time with somebody and it's just throughout the day you're going to play or spank or fuck yeah. or, you know, do the little things. I mean, and, and it's, especially with someone that you've been with for a while or done a lot of play, you know, like all the things they like. So so you already have you know a menu and you know all the things you like and then you maybe know a few things that they don't like that you're going to do anyway because they'll let you because uh, you know like spray water in the face yeah, at three I, in the morning well stop it we'll, we'll have hands on scenes that'll go an hour or two hours until I put her to sleep and then she's asleep and then you wake her up at three in the morning with, with a finger <laughs> no I usually let her sleep if she's boop, sleeping boop, boop, oh, okay. boop, boop. Or if she's not sleeping, I'll tie her up with rope or just like put rope on her and she'll go kitty and wrap up in herself and fall asleep. <laughs> One or the cute. other. But things like that will happen. It's just, it's not really planned. It's just, yeah. you just drop into it. That's very true. I mean, when when we when Creative Explorer and I first started hanging out, we would just spend one night and I'd get there by six o'clock and he would, we didn't have that much time before it was time to go to bed. So there, it was much more intense because we knew we only have, had a few hours and then the first time I spent like the weekend with him, we didn't know what to do with ourselves. It was so bizarre. We would like get up in the morning, blow job, a little spanky spanky, and then we would just sit there looking at each other. You want to watch a movie? Yeah, let's go watch a movie. And, <laughs> what do you want to do? I don't know. I don't what, know. Do you, what do you want to do? I mean, I'm okay. <laughs> okay with whatever you want to do. But you know what? I was just telling him, this is so weird, on sun- yesterday, something that I'd never told him before because uh, I don't know why. I just never brought it up. Even now, after all this time, and I surprised him when I said, you know, we've been seeing each other for like five years. Five, yeah. That's a long time. After all this time, on Mondays, it, t- it actually took me a while to figure this out. I, I drop a little after every weekend because to be in, that, in a, such a completely different environment where it's just miles away from my regular life, and then that morning, I get up early, I go to work, I have trouble getting my frame of mind into work. It's exhausting. It's mentally exhausting. And at the end of the day, I just want to come home and, and pass out, but we have the podcast. So it's, for me, Mondays have always been very difficult. Hmm. And I always thought, why am I always so tired? And then I started to put two and two together and realize it, it's not easy to come down off of that. So in other words... What you're saying is for five years. Not five you, years. You bring your B game to every show because oh, you're dropping. You read the subtext there. That's <laughs> subtext there. Maybe. Not five years. We've only been spending the whole half. weekend for two years or so. Okay, so what we need to do is move the show to like Wednesday when you're a little perkier. <laughs> you want more perkiness. This, this is good information to have, Kath. <laughs> Hey, man, I don't share everything with you, Mr. Well, it's man. it kind of applies to the show. No, it doesn't. I doubt anybody could tell. By Have the, you guys been able to tell that I'm not bringing my A game? 
Look, but we, look but at Al's just like shaking her head. But it, you don't understand. We haven't seen your A game because you always bring your B game. So now we're just like, well, what would Kathy be like if I, she not was we, well I think rested? you are thinking that. I'm pretty sure the listeners would love 10% more Kathy. 10% more Kathy? No. Just that edge, that little edge where you come in, you're like, hi, Boogie, it's a great day, good show. That's what Creative Explorer calls punchy, and I think he's the only one who can take me when I'm in a punchy mood. Because there's a lot of biting, and yes, there's a lot yes, of, Del. you know. She has brought a game of nihilism. That, that was the ah, A-game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you, she I She brings have. a droppy A-game. She All does right. the A-game of drop. I, it had to be cheerful. That was just right. definitely on point, like... Everyone else shut up, and it was Kathy's night. Oh, that was, that yeah, was the couple a days ago, like a couple night. weeks, people were like, ew. It was dark. That was, so that was the droppy, huh? No, no, that yeah, was I'm thinking, just let's, let's just do Tuesday. No, that was, you know what that was? Right. That was my uterus, Oh you yes. know, betraying me. You're singing uterus. Yes, exactly. And I go to the doctors this week to see what the fuck that's all about. <laughs> La 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 la. This is my uterus la, going. La, 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 We're gonna la. get you. <laughs> la 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 la. La Kathy's uterus. You 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 you. It doesn't sing happy ah! like that. Yeah, it screams like that. Every time you yell, I watch the little mark on the computer. Go and that's insane. what the <laughs> listeners are gonna hear. I pull back a little bit, but you know it's kind not of, a lot. Not enough. <laughs> Definitely not enough. Good well, question. That, that good question. Haiku on talk. Oh, now we got another one. What's this one? Hyman. Okay. That was you. I don't know why you chose Hyman. Why not? I don't know. That was... It's a th- why, why'd you choose back hair? Because you're talking about it all the time. Well, it doesn't mean we needed to like delve into this topic and make our listeners, you know, stuff. I don't know. What Just shut up. Do it. All right. We have Headley again. <laughs> By the way, Headley is the one who gave us that whole Dionysian, you know, Victorian oh, right, right, right. Did, castration Didn't kind he of. give, like, an explanation of that? Did you read that shit? No. It was horrible. Headley, <laughs> I don't know what you were trying to, but I read that goddamn thing five times, and he's going off on Foucault and all of this other shit. And Headley. I couldn't understand what he was saying. Headley, hit the hot points. Four sentences. Try it again. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Is his last name Lamar? No. Unger, you haven't been. Unger. Thank you, yes, yes. <laughs> Unger hasn't been here. He hasn't. We've been saying But he, he gets it. Unger gets it. Okay, let's do some haiku. Headley says, A vase upside down, petal and stem debacle, vagina bunga. See, even his haikus I don't understand. <laughs> what is going on here? I do like vagina bunga. <laughs> That's like whoopee nuggets. Vagina bunga with whoopee nuggets. Obviously. Have whoopee nuggets with your vagina. What'd you say, Del? He gets off on your confusion, obviously. I think so. I, I think he's like, how, how can I make Kathy and Boogie just scream into the night because they don't understand what the hell I'm saying? All right. Well, I get it. <laughs> I get the bunga oh, wunga. Really? <laughs> I get no bunga wunga, man. <laughs> Mel wrote again and said, a paper thin veil, the epitome of one's worth? Fuck off with that shit. Ouch. That's like cool feminist crap. Okay, this is my Pussy favorite. Riot! No, Pussy no, no. Riot! You're going to love this. This is Shayla, who I think 
got confused and misunderstood what, what? we said <laughs> and said, here's a... Herman's a nice name. I like people named Herman. Wait. Herman was a friend of mine. I wish it were that simple. She says, here's, here's a haiku about back hair and hymen. But she actually pulled it off. That's what I don't get. Let's hear it. Let's hear this. Hang on. Let me get the music. Okay, go. (laughs) My hymen's breaking. I'm screaming in ecstasy, clawing his back hair. (laughs) Haiku Tambo. It isn't great, but she actually pulled it off. (laughs) Pulled it in. That's hilarious. Harry Hyman. It's like a fuzzy fuck. Either either Come she on, intended the- it that way or she got confused and thought yeah, we meant it. Hey, you know what? We'll take it. It was good. What else That's you got? Del, do, you have, Del got- do you have one? Yeah, I have one. Okay, bring it. Do you want the nice one or the mean one? Both. Both. It's just one word change. Okay. okay. Mucosal tissue covering the vagina. Pierce it with a dick. What was... Pierce that- it with a knife. Oh, I like the knife better. Why do you That's like life better? Because it's so violent. It's so mean. I know. Plus, what? Piercing it with a dick isn't mean? I, I <laughs> cool attack. All right. Do you want mine? Touche. Your point was well made. <laughs> I have rekindled my thinking. Have you? Yes. Go ahead. What is yours? Don't know what it is. Never knew that it exists. Don't care. It's not missed. I cool attack. You weren't very proud of your virginity. I don't even know what it is. It never bothered me. I don't even know where it was, where it went, if it's even there. What, what the fuck do I know? It's a stupid thing that nobody... You put your tampon in the first time, it's gone. That's why a lot of women use pads. No, they don't. To stay virginal. Really? And just do anal. Not a lot of women. They do anal a because they want to stay... majority of women. Hey, I like the majority. I've seen that video, okay? What, yes. What right. video? The what song? Stick it in her. Uh, yeah, what's their name? The two, the couple, the, the wet spots. No, Do you take it up the, ass? the two um comedians. Oh, the, the, oh, the Catholic. Uh, yes, up, up my ass, whatever. Right. All right. All right. Well, uh, what about yours? Oh, mine. Yes, yours. All right. You ready? You All ready? Right, go here, ahead. Here, Kathy is my tribute to Hyman. Okay. Oh God. Hyman or low men. Both men want to break her skin and delete virgin. You literally dropped your mic. <laughs> Pick up that mic. You did it by mistake. We'll, we'll play on words that I did there. Is that what that yeah. is? <laughs> I think people to hear my were more it's entertained by, by that little... Worse. thing you did there. I just felt like there was a movie called uh, The Idol Maker or something from the 70s I or whatever. I love that movie. And it's like at the end, he's like, ah, and he just had his hands up like, I made it. And then he, something failed and his life was over. Just kind of reminded me of That's a, me. a horrible recap of that movie. Ah, did, did, are you sure you watched it? Like the first guy was cool, and and then he fucked up, and then he went to make the second one, and then the second guy. Fu- Is that what it was called? The Idol Maker. Yes, I remember. Unger, that movie. did you ever see that movie? He thinks. He so. thinks so. Yes. Yeah. Shall we go on? Yes, we shall. Mailbox. 
All right, we got two emails to read. This first one from Mel. Mel's given us a lot of material lately. Who says, I'm totally digging the new perverted mailbox jingle. That's to you, Boogie. Thank you. And right away, I picked up on the Robert Plant vibes. Were there Robert Plant vibes? There were. There were. I'll play it some other time. (laughs) (laughs) And you'll get it. (laughs) Kathy, loves for you, even if your nihilism is being held at bay now. Hope you get some nice wonga wonga. That's, thank you, Headley, for that wonga wonga. And or whoopee nuggets this weekend. I have you to thank for that. Yours was Whoopi Nuggets. That you Mine was Whoopi Nuggets, okay. and his was Wonga Wonga. Wonga Wonga Wonga! What is that from? I have no idea. Binga, binga, oh, it's fucking Bugs Bunny. Unga Bunga Bunga! Unga Bunga Bunga! Unga Bunga Bunga! Bunga 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 Bunga! What'd I say? What'd I say? Why do you know so many Bugs Bunny cartoons? Because I was a child. Uh, I know it's hard to believe, but once really I was like literally, I was a kid for my entire childhood. It was, Wait, I mean, figure. I wasn't a good kid. I was a monster, but um, what? You're still a monster? Yeah. Okay. Grr. She says, oh, and Boogie, speaking for myself, I like getting your ravioli life adventure updates on Patreon. They don't bum me out. It's just another avenue of making yourself more relatable. And digging and into and digging into my pain and suffering. <laughs> no, I don't think exposing so. Exposing it to the it. world who Nobody's loves to making you do they it. They just like to watch me suffer, so they can go. God damn, I'm doing okay. Yeah, I love how you can read all of our listeners' that's minds. What, well, that's why you go to AA meetings. She says, but I understand if it's a drag for you to focus on. She gave us some more love and love, love, love. Thank you, okay. garbage can mail. Our second one is from. Oh God, I love this name so much. This is, I think, by far the most favorite name so far. Pumpkapotamus. <laughs> that is kind of cool. Hey, Pumpkapotamus. She says, oh, he, I don't know. Hello, I would first like to say that I am a relatively new listener. I found your podcast about five months ago when I was looking for pervy podcasts to listen to while I work. Damn. And I really enjoy your show. What are these people doing at work that they're listening to pervy podcasts? I like people with disposable time at work. <laughs> It's very exciting. Like, I have so many people I play Pokemon Go with. Like, they work literal business jobs, downtown L.A., dress up, everyone in suit and ties, but, like, literally eight times a day, you see them texting each other, hey, do you want to go You want to go get this, this Mewtwo down, on, uh, down at the fountain? And they're like, yeah, I'll see you there in five minutes. <laughs> like, wow. They just go. You meet all types, don't you? you they just go. I hope she's... <laughs> I hope to one day be in a community to explore more kinks. I've already exposed myself to kinks, and I have found a few weird ones. I enjoy, you got to write and tell us what those weird ones are. But I haven't found a community I click with yet. Unfortunately, I am typing this email because I have a small grievance to make. What I do now? <laughs> Why do you think what have I done now? <laughs> Jesus Christ! You del- you didn't show me this one. All right, no. Uh, hey, they're right there. Okay. This is Unger and Dell. You you need to weigh in on this. I just tried to join the Discord server, and I read the rules. Not my fault! <laughs> Not my fault! <laughs> and I was typing out my quote-unquote kinky breakdown thing. I was on my phone doing this, and as always, I have my status set to appear offline. So it may have looked like I was not typing or something, but not too long into it, I was removed from the Discord server. I thought that maybe something happened on my side, so I tried to reload Discord and see if the server icon was still present, and it wasn't. I'm assuming that I was removed and can't rejoin. I don't know why. Should I set my status to online? Is my username too weird or offensive? I don't know. I would appreciate it if I could hear back and join the community. Shut up! What? You don't have to read the whole fucking... It's a customer service fucking thing. You don't have to... 
to read all the technicals. You're going to start reading all the emails and decide what to read. If you start ragging on me on what I choose. I'll, I'll do it. Yes. All right. Yes, Unger, all there's yours. a technical issue on Discord that a listener has, and we'll put you on top of it. See, that's how so And much it's not just one person. This is happening. This was happening uh, to a lot there for a moment, um, and I think they got part of it fixed. So it wasn't us. It was so they Discord. Have, so they have no, to put the mouse inside of an orifice yes. and then squeeze their uh, kegels together. Kegels, kegels. Does it have anything to do with her showing her status offline all the time? No, because my status is offline all the time. So it's not that. And you wouldn't get kicked off for a name? No. Being weird? Unless it is like completely offensive. What the too. hell is a kinky breakdown? We make people give a kinky breakdown? Yes. Yeah, so, nice. so you go into the town of New Beginnings and you put your kinky breakdown in. And it's basically kind of a, we don't want people just like coming in and going all nuts on the server and leaving and blocking everybody else so they can't like post and actually have a regular conversation. We want to make sure it's not a bot. We want to make sure it's not, you know, someone just who doesn't like the podcast and is trying to, to mess things up. So you make them write an essay. So they, they fill out, you know, what do we call you? What pronouns do you like? What are your kinks? How long have you been kinky? How long have you been listening to perverted podcast? Simple things like that. And if they don't answer correctly, fuck them. Yeah. Okay, good. So then at some point, something went wrong. She's probably gotten back in at this point. there's there's, There's like four or five of us that will go in at least once a day and check if there's anybody new. And if they filled it out completely, we let them in. Nice. So Pump Capotamus, you did not get kicked off. I seem to remember that name at some point being in. Well, how can you not remember that name? Because there's a lot of names. I think we were being flooded for a while, and I think that might be part of it. Because we were getting like a lot of people coming in. Suddenly. Wow! So it's it's feast or famine in Discord in perfect. We have four hundred. There's a lot of people in there right now. Wow. Four hundred million people on Discord. Million. We need a setup people. though. We still need the setup so we can we can talk because we don't talk about the Discord people do. anymore. I'm talking to them right now. I've been talking to them the whole so, time. So, Unger, what's going on in the chat room? <laughs> um, we're talking about pussy cookies. Good. And pussy pudding. Ooh, what? <laughs> well, that was pudding. Dal's all it's custard. <laughs> I, I know about pussy cookies. Because it started off as vanilla pudding, and then it went, someone said they thought they read it as vaginal pudding. Oh, my oh, God. Why did we ask? <laughs> oh. And then, and then Enigma said that vaginal pudding, pudding sounds interesting, and they're like, no, no sweets in the cooch. But I asked, what if it was a savory pudding? Um... Yeah, a savory. <laughs> I don't even want to go like, like a shepherd's pie or something. Like yeah, a Yorkshire exactly pudding, huh? Or br- like a Yorkshire pudding or something. It's mostly just bread. so shepherd's pie. Shepherd's pie is shepherd's not a pudding. pie it's is a vaginal. Pie. Is a vaginal discharge no, basically? Uh, no with, meat and potatoes in the with, vagina with some meat in it. No, no wonder it's so popular. What? What? It's okay. We're the so mic's all the way on the other side of the room. <laughs> we got to get a studio. Only man meat in your cave, Kathy. <laughs> we, we, we waited for the mic to be handed. Yes, Kathy. <laughs> man meat. I want the man meat, but no mashed potatoes in the vagina. Okay, Kathy. All right. That, that's where I, I'm putting my foot down. So we down. stick with baked. Got it. I, res- <laughs> I respect your boundaries. Baked potato. Kathy, I don't have a jingle for <laughs> the erotica that we are going to read, and I don't I, really, I don't know why there's no music you bed. Used I used to have, to have a music, music bed, bed, but yes, there's none. 
Now you're just going to read it. You're going to read your erotica. So who wrote I, erotica? Not, we didn't get anybody writing in, so it's mine and yours, unless okay. somebody else wrote erotica. No, Kathy, go, why don't you go ahead? Oh. Everybody, I want everyone to take a nice deep breath. Why? Hunger sounds like Chewbacca. <laughs> Al, did you just put your phone on silent, or did you just get headphones so you could just plug them in and tune out? What? What, do, what is she doing? She's got a little bag. She's opening a bag. She's. I'm taking my birth control. Thanks. Okay. Don't give the listeners you know, a play-by-play of so, that. So, uh, so Al is definitely uh, taking birth control right now, which is good because because uh-huh. baby owls are cute. But uh, no, they're hideous. Yeah, well, really? actual baby owls are adorable. Right, but baby my owls would be hideous. Yes, little them. little yes. tormented creatures yeah. of the night Terrible. just curling around eating. Also, eating my period periods kill. are so bad that I can't get out of bed. Yes, so that helps. I know Terrible. my ex-wife was like that. Like she like, and does it work? Does the pill actually? Oh yeah, I almost don't have a period anymore. Really? Yeah, it's pretty great. That is pretty cool. That, that's I get reason enough. Scares a lot though, since my period doesn't come sometimes. Like it's not all the time. And if my period just decides not to come, then then you're I like, get a scared did, for did a the second. pill work? Yeah. Did I miss a pill? Yeah. Is it time to go get a coat so hanger? That kind of sucks, but you know. But what a photo oh. shoot that would be! You and your coat hanger. It'd probably be a photo shoot of me dying. You just got to get good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, should we do an abortion show? Hmm, let's think about that Ab- for a minute. Practice makes death. <laughs> <laughs> abortion play. I'm sure they. You know what? I'm sure you could role play abortion play. Like just pretend. I'm it's, sure someone's done it. Just pretend it's like the 50s, and I put an actual fucking coat hanger, unless it's like one of those rubberized ones, and you put something on it, or or you just you know get like do but some is this, surgical. So this is back alley abortion. Yeah, like play, back not alley like abortion. Surgical play. medical abortion. No, no, play. no. You can do that in an office. What? <laughs> Hunger says coat hangers. Coat hangers, just yeah, just no. We're not going to recommend coat hangers. It's that's really no. We're not going to do that. If you do that, you may as well do Nazi play and get it over with. How did you equate Nazi play with abortion? Because people in the whole racist thing and abortion, they pretty much go hand in hand in how offended people get in it. They're all like on the same level. Okay, they are. Okay, sure. Religious people. Mm -hmm. So now it's wait, religious Nazi abortion people. Whoa! Now that's a scene, man. That is that is going to be good. How would you do that scene? (laughs) Sicario, God would hate it under a coat hanger. Coat hanger, yes. Just just because it's funny to give you guys a really bad idea of how things are, I just put in the chat abortion play. And Aki responded immediately with, I'll get the coat hanger. Thank you. <laughs> Aki. Leave Notice that Aki. this is the warm-up to our listeners being able to masturbate to the golden tones of your erotica, Which Kathy. is this never is, good. This Some is, might be masturbating to this. That's probably. <laughs> the look. Oh, Unger. Religious look, Nazi yeah. abortion play. That's, I mean, it's got to be a new thing. <laughs> We're just going to make abortion. that up. I'm going to put that as the title so all of the uh, new people from Thinking Atheist can be like, wow, let's, so, oh, uh, let's skip that show. <laughs> let's skip so, that show. No. Maybe so, we don't want this information quick, from these people. Quick side note because it's funny um, and related. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I did a taster booth at uh, Awakenings, uh, I was doing paddles, canes, and crops, and I now have a two-foot by one-foot cross. Made of wood, <laughs> actually crucifix <laughs> that I've sanded down and I'm beating people with, and I wore a collar, my, one of my collars, oh, right, 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 because I am ordained, and so I can. So do it's that. a crucifix. There's actually an image of Jesus yes, Christ on with it. his head turned around because the head was broken on it. 
Nice. <gasps> so you glued the head on backwards so it's Exorcist Jesus? Yes. Oh, That's amazing. That's <laughs> Exorcist Jesus! While wearing the, my collar and staring people down and judging. So, <laughs> And judging. And judging. Because... Well, what do you do if you're a priest? You sit there and judge people. Right? Yes, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. true. You bad, naked, you know, pervert. A hell of a warm up. A hell of a warm up. <laughs> I to can't this. follow that up, man. Yeah, you can't. I'm going to no go good. ahead and just turn off the guest mic. And Kathy, now we're going right. to just take a deep no, breath. No, it's not that erotic y. We're just going to take a deep breath. Ugh, I'm not taking a deep mm, breath. I'm just going to go ahead and take reach my hand. Breath. Just going to reach under my little Get bag. Get your here. hand away from your I'm penis. Just gonna, I'm, not, I'm, I'm just squeezing a nut right now. I miss the penis. Can you see what he's doing under there? Is he is he masturbating yeah. himself? Yeah. No, I'm not going to start until your your hands. Ow. Both your hands are on top of the table. Mm. No. Okay. Okay. Ew. Now don't yeah. keep that hand to yourself. I showered today. It was cool. I don't. Homeless care. people shower too. It's we have so a gym. Disgusting. Bring it, Kathy. Ay ay ay. No, I feel like you're setting me up for a fall. No. No, right. no. 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 I'm going to shut up and listen. I'm excited. All right. Whether forcing someone to submit and to break, or in turn being forced to give in and partake. It seems that just all of my kinks of late deal with that so particular thirst to slake. Don't really know why, but it sure does feel great to have those at my mercy as my sole playmates, to spank them and hurt them and watch them fixate on the task to perform in the way I dictate, to let go of the past and instead to forsake any will I possess every day that I wake, and to live as a toy for the one who dictates seems to me a pure bliss that sets my mind straight. I guess I'm just doomed to be pulled and remake my whole self every time I reboot and update. Whether bottom or top, back and forth, I mutate. But it sure is a fate that I gladly will take. Hmm. See, not so erotic-y. I like it, though. I like it I thought we said we were doing erotica and not erotic poetry. I said erotic poetry and you said... Oh, well, then I fucked up because I just wrote some erotica. You know what? I don't think our listeners are that particular. (laughs) They all listen to whatever we say. They're like, okay, well, you know, give it a try. Yes, Del? Uh, What? You're just holding the mic? Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Yes? Apparently. He's the mic holder. You are. He you're is good. You're Mike Standell. I was just looking if I had any poetry, and I found Ooh. my deviant art poetry from like high school. Is it erotic? It's depressing. So I like oh, it. that's no. Yeah. Yeah. Is it long? We're doing erotic poetry. I don't think the listeners care. They're Jesus. not going to go. I'm turning it off because it's not erotic. Okay, go. We cannot. It's only 15 lines. Go, go. Do it. Bring the emo. <sighs> Fine. From 2004. Decisions, decisions. There are just so many to choose. To live, to die, to kill, or my heart to be moved. There are just so many that I have to muse, that I have to just let my little birdies coon. So I sit here and ponder to myself, thinking that I might be needing some help. Which path to choose is just so hard, sitting there just staring off far. To choose the light that seems alright, but it's just too damn bright. To choose the dark, forever leaving its mark. Choices, choices, so many to sort through. I just don't know what to do. Oh, that is so evil as that. When was this? Del, do you 2004. Need a hug? Do you need a hug? God. This was 15 years ago. Oh you needed a hug. God. Yes. You didn't have a good hug. You no. didn't have a good hugging relationship with anyone at that time. So sweet. You would, Kathy, you want to hug Del now, don't you? Del doesn't need my hug now. This was 15 freaking years ago. Kathy, there might still be some damage. There might, <laughs> there might still be some damage that Del just needs to hug out. So weird. Group hug. Okay, go ahead. You're fine with just looking, like, imagining me, like, 
just sucking all... Captain Awesome's cock, but like hugging me for. Oh, fitness. why did you bring that <laughs> up now? Damn. <laughs> That's actually very true. Kathy, you're a strange <laughs> little chicken, aren't you? A oh, strange, strange I'm off in Blissland now. All right, go ahead. Give us your four and a half minute poetry erotic I should, story. I don't know. Should I just read it and, and uh, like record it later? Because no, I don't want to bore it. you guys to death, but I'm going to read it. I'm just going to... It was a fantasy I had today, mm. and I'm just going to go ahead and read it. And so I'm just going to... Do it. All right. I, Do I it. didn't read it. I should have pre-read it. Well, go slow. I'll go <laughs> go slow. You like that? <laughs> make it go make it go real slow and Kathy, take a long time, okay, Boogie. I, I don't know. I'm gonna try to get this in a position. I really should have tried printing something out. I huh? told you you got to send it to me and I'll print them out for you. I'm just wait, hang on a sec. I got. I, wait, is that it? No. Wait, that's not even it. Oh my god, you lost the. I'm like the that's erotica. a that's a haiku. <laughs> I'm not gonna gonna read the haiku. All right, this is. I'm just gonna take the mic. Oh, I'll pinch that thing. <laughs> all right, pinch that. I'm just going to put this here. And All right, well, let's uh, see what we can do. All right. The elevator smelled stale and sinister. Not uncommon for older buildings in downtown Hollywood. The perfectly tight bun she had her hair up in didn't match the increasing anxiousness in her eyes as they darted around the small dangling box that just broke down between the ninth and 10th floor. We rang the emergency bell about 30 times before an attendant crackled through the speaker to let us know that an elevator repairman was on the way and for us to be patient. What do we do now, she blurted at me almost rhetorically. Well, I suppose we wait. We chatted for about an hour and a half until what seemed with great embarrassment in an effort to announce to me what her constant side-to-side shifting had already told me. I have to pee. She struggled to whisper, Well, we have a conundrum now, don't we? I can't hold it anymore. I had to go before we got stuck in here. Knowing it could be hours before a technician gets us out in Hollywood, I offered the only logical solution. I'll open the door, and you can pee down the shaft. With an almost bewildered look, she said, I can't do that here. With What about the cameras? I said, this building's 80 years old. There's no camera. I can't. You are here. Oh, my, I I can't hold it. She was getting very agitated. I leaned into her. If you trust me, I can make this work. Will you trust me? At a mental loss for any other option, she nodded a surrender. I pushed the emergency door open button and pulled the gate apart to reveal the walls in between the floors with an eight-inch gap accessing the shaft that went to the bottom of the building. I turned to her without hesitation and smacked her face while grabbing the bun of her hair and pushing her towards the open door. She barely had time to gasp as I reached up her skirt and yanked her panties down so they dropped to her ankles. Squat, I commanded, while pushing her towards the wall. I stared straight into her eyes as I pushed her into position over the opening. Now piss! With a tone of failure in her voice, she turned her head and whimpered, I can't. I pulled her hair hard with my free hand, unzipped my pants, pulled out my cock, and rammed it into her trembling, surprised mouth. As she choked my meat deeper into her throat, I looked at her and said, You will piss for me now. A moment later, over the sounds of fervent sucking, a stream of pee hitting the wall and splashing down the shaft could be heard. 
Her agitation and tension transitioned into flowing sensuality and a freedom she had never tasted her entire life. When the flow of peace stopped, I pulled my cock from her hungry mouth, which she protested with a pouty groan. Get up and fix yourself, I instructed. No sooner did she get her panties back in place, the elevator made a clunk and lifted us to the tenth floor. The door opened, and a small crew of grinning repairmen greeted us. One of the workers, without talking, held up their phone to show what looked like a video surveillance of the elevator where we were, and then coyly pointed to the corner plate in the back of the elevator and said one word, camera. The lady from the elevator let out a small gulping scream. You said there wasn't a camera! I don't work on elevators, I shrugged. I'm just the janitor. <laughs> that was really good. I also don't have an end song to. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was really good, and I think it actually was four and a half minutes. Four, four and a half minutes. <laughs> nice. Is that it? That's it. That's the our show. show. Although there was no annoying bad rap, we still had some fun with our poetry crap. So don't stop supporting or tipping your cap, and in turn, we'll keep up with our endless yap yap. Joining us in the lab love t- in the love lab tonight was a surprisingly large crowd of people. Woo-hoo! Anger of all people is Woo-hoo! here. Woo-hoo! Dell, as usual, Woo-hoo! always good to have a very uh, sleepy, sleepy owl. owl. <laughs> but she was here, and I'm she's sorry, cute. I forgot your name. Enigma is here, Enigma. also given in his two cents. If you have any an extra fiber lying around this month, swing by patreon.com forward slash perverted podcast and give us your support. I don't know if anybody listening realizes that because we are adult content, you can't just search for us on no, patreon.com. You actually have to type in patreon.com forward slash perverted podcast. Don't forget to write us on perverted podcast at gmail.com or call us at 424-226-2037. That is the information. That was show 226. And once again, if there's anyone here from The Thinking Atheist, if they're still listening. Not likely. We would like to thank you guys for being here and all of our new listeners. And of course, all of our old listeners and people that uh, stick with us and uh, hopefully enjoy the information and entertainment that we put off to you. And hope you have a wonderful, kinky rest of your week. And we will see you guys next week. Woohoo! Oh, my God. Everyone's asleep. You don't say that at the end of the show before I pull the volume down. Oops. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Woo! Jesus <laughs> fucking God damn it. Two minutes twice. Two minutes twice. You say you wanna make love all night long Well babe, I'm gonna fuck you but your time frame is all wrong Two minutes twice That's actually how long it's gonna last (laughs) Two minutes twice Is all the time I need to tap your ass (sighs) Two minutes twice You say you need more dick time Well, I'm not a freaking factory Don't you know us guys have a period of refractory Two minutes twice I need to recharge my batteries 
bitch. Two minutes twice. Squirt my love goo on your ovaries. Yeah. Two minutes once. Huh. Now go make me a sandwich. And I'll sleep while you play with yourself. Two minutes once more. Hey, let's make this one a blowjob. Oh, oh. Now go away. Cause I got some video games to play. Two minutes twice. Twice. I know you seem unhappy, but I had a really good time, and I snuck a couple pictures of me banging you from behind. Click two, two minutes twice. A photo increases my street cred. Yeah. Two minutes twice. Go show how great I am to all your friends, and maybe they'll wanna fuck me too. Two, two minutes twice. 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 Oh, so nice. Two minutes twice. Nice, 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 nice. Two minutes twice. I'm cool as ice. Two minutes twice.